0: Hey, everybody, it's me, Neil Brennan. I have a Netflix special called Blocks where I talk about the things that make me feel like something's wrong with me, make me feel isolated, alone in the world. And Jimmy Carr had the idea to have friends of mine on and they can talk about their blocks and uh, people will thank us for our vulnerability. My guest today, I'm actually more shocked that I got you than Letterman, not (laughs) because I don't know you. It's because I don't think you like talking about this stuff. <laughs> now, <laughs> having se- Sebastian Sebastian Maniscalco, everybody, fake round of applause, very good. <laughs> I've known you 15 years. I used to open for you a, a bunch down there in La Jolla. We, the show wouldn't always sell out, which always made me laugh then that you and I were doing a show couldn't sell out. I like when, when you do shows at the comedy store during the weekend and they don't sell out. Mm. It still makes me laugh. You do arenas everywhere else but L.A. Um, they
1: should do an arena in L.A., but go. go. No, that's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You sure did. You did the forum. And uh, and the weekend came. I saw that. That, yeah. was, that was pretty fun for you. So you don't strike me as a very open guy, but you must be. you were in a relationship, married father of two yeah so you must talk about these things with somebody
1: yeah so when you reached out to me about your podcast
0: uh i want to take a big long sip of water because i feel like this is a you're going to talk for 40 seconds
1: Nah, i i do i do uh, little bites (laughs) it's not much editing with me um so i like the fact that you're doing this because you're coming to the table with something to speak about a lot of these podcasts are kind of like we were talking before you sit down and kind of shoot where you get your shoes yeah i'm like how many shoes do you got and oh i got you know and i'm not really good on podcasts to be honest with you i don't particularly like doing them just because you know it's like a crap shoot but i guess from what i understand in the podcast world you have to do other podcasts if you have a podcast which i have (laughs) two and to kind of like cross-pollinate the audience what are your two podcasts I have the Pete and Sebastian show, which I've been doing for nine years yes. with Pete Correale. No guests, just us kind of talking. You two want a good
0: Zoom. It's a Zoom. The camera, but the camera, work, it looks, it's good. Good lighting.
1: Well, I, I appreciate you uh, you noticing yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the production goes. And you goes and Pete got a real nice Italian chemistry, which I think we was do. the plan. We do. And we've been, that's just kind of like a passion project of ours that yeah. we just love doing. And then I started this other one with my pediatrician, Dr. Scott Cohen which is kind of like a love line type show where we take people's questions in regards oh you know what's funny
0: i thought i saw it i thought you were a guest on it
1: no 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 okay well that's that's good that you uh no that looks like the marketing's working because i don't his name's first right (laughs) uh it's daddy versus doctor that's that's all right so you're daddy i'm daddy and he's the doctor okay so good to know (laughs) so we just started that one so anyway coming on here when you said oh you know and i saw the letterman was on burke kreischer and it's like kind of formatted yeah and and, you know we have some, we have something to talk about yeah so we're not just gonna be grasping
0: for things to small talk about
1: yeah and i'm not nobody asks these questions so it's not like i'm not open yeah no but i've known you for 15 years we've never
0: the first one let's go with our first block right Mm -hmm. you ready yeah high anxiety stress yeah I've known you for 15 years. You seem not uptight. You like things a certain way. So tell me about high anxiety and stress.
1: My problem is I'm constantly thinking. I'm never in the moment. I've been trying to do uh, meditation over the last five years to kind of calm my mind down. But especially with kids, I'm always thinking if they could get hurt doing that or w- I'm thinking six months, 18 months ahead, career-wise, never really enjoying being present. right? So the anxiety comes from, it's like a lot of worry for me. Yeah. So that's what the anxiety is. It's not like I'm stressed out. It's more that I wish I could stop thinking so much and just being. Well, that's
0: knowing what I know about from your act and a, the little bit I know about your life. You, you are how old's your dad? 76. And your mom's around 76, age. yeah. Yeah. So uh they didn't enjoy anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're it's that joke you do about your dad. Like, I've been depressed since I was 12. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like that wasn't a thing that they had. Like as a as a way to be. My parents didn't enjoy anything. Enjoy what are you talking about? I mean, you know what I mean? So like you then have by all accounts, how, things could not be going better for you.
1: Yes, uh, they're going really well. But hold on, there is ahead. a better. I hear a better. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, with all that's going on, see, I enjoyed the kind of ride to where I'm at right now more than where I'm at right now because oh, I f- interesting. Feel a lot of pressure. Because when you go to a comedy club and no one knows who you are, yeah. the expectations aren't high. Yeah. You're just going. You're doing your comedy. You know, I was surprised that I started to sell out. I go, "Wow, we sold out!" And it... now it's a little bit more of a pressure to get the people to come and to sustain that. And I put a lot of pressure on myself to try and do that. And uh, I am now just taking some time off. Um, are you really? Yeah. How much I'm, time are you going to take off? Uh, like a year and a half. I'm just going to do Las Vegas uh, for a little bit. I don't have any more material, really. I mean, the <laughs> stuff I'm doing in, in Las Vegas is some of the stuff that I've been working on, some of my older stuff. I'm, I'm doing some crowd work. So You,
0: by the way, could do a best-of show. I had thought about that. You really could. Jimmy Carr did a best-of show. Oh, he did? Yeah, he toured on it. His jokes are really short, though, so people go, that's not best. Of- You've never done that like his jokes are all 20 seconds so mm-hmm. you could do i
1: mean i you could you know the bits you could do yeah no i i've thought about that and uh i might start peppering in some bits that people really related to like the doorbell bit or or chipotle or whatever whatever the bits are but ross ross course, yes, i haven't course, done that i, mean, that close know, I don't, I don't even think here, here's one you know you, you come up with some jokes that are kind of your staples in your act right, right? And then, you know, you just don't do them anymore just because you've moved on as a performer. But it's like I often wonder the people that are coming to see me now or coming to see you now, are they aware of some of that material that maybe used to be? I've
0: often thought I could just do my Comedy Central hour. Yeah. (laughs) No one's, it's like, (laughs) there's like 10 people. who've. You know what I mean? Like you could absolutely... I mean, I don't I love that Ross bit. I don't all I remember is the throwing. Mm-hmm.
1: Downtown Beirut and throwing.
0: I'm assuming there's more to it.
1: Yeah, there's I'm in this I'm shopping in the jeans section and I'm and i finding forks and <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's there's a lot to the bit, yeah. but I, I don't you know, it's like I haven't done that bit in whatever, fifteen years. I'm wondering yeah. if I brought it back out and blew some dust off it, if it would uh people go, Oh, I didn't know you had that. that Sprayed bit. the rims sprayed the rim shine it up a little bit uh, some
0: new stuff okay so when did you realize you had
1: anxiety like what kind of kid were you i, I was a shy kid I, I really am kind of shy i wouldn't say shy but like a little bit more reserved i'm not like the life yeah. of the party i'm not really talking a lot i'm listening more but i was i was never the class judging, clown i think more. yeah it was, it was more judgment a lot of judging. And uh. I was just like a sweet little kid. I was. I wasn't. I didn't get in trouble. Right. I was very obedient. Listened to uh, my elders. Yeah. Was, was was you know just a a good kid. Never got in trouble. But
0: okay. So you that the 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 anxiety, stress. Is it from expectations you put on yourself? Yeah. It's not from childhood.
1: It's not. It's not, And but my my mother's a little. Uh, she's a worry wart. Kind of grew up. I, I I take after my mother that way. Yeah. But the anxiety came more from, here here in a nutshell, it's like you, you, you're successful, you make money, right? I've never been in this position before in my entire life yeah. as far as, you know, when I was making $70,000 a year at the Four Seasons Hotel as a waiter, I knew every year I generally will make around that amount of money i had my rent i had oh i could go to a dinner that was maybe expensive but i could only do that once in a while mm-hmm. all right by the way heard nothing but good things about you as a waiter well i mean that's uh i gotta i could go i could go back to waiting tables right now and <laughs> yeah pick up no where i I, left I, off.
0: I believe it uh if you got any shifts that you need picked up <laughs> uh the greater LA I mean a certain level we need a certain
1: level of establishment um so now I'm dealing with money that I really never dealt with before yeah. and it's like sometimes you don't know and I'm very conservative with it yeah just because I don't know how tomorrow yeah, don't could be don't know and then what I got's gonna last 30 years yeah so that's kind of the challenge for me right now is to not pine so much over money and where it's spent and, and it's not like I'm tight. It's just like, what's enough? Well, you know, like what's, what's enough to spend or say, what am I saving for? The fuck am I saving for? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I, 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 know? I could die College? tomorrow or yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, those are the things that you have buckets.
0: No, for I'm that with you're you though. Like, what am what what am I doing? Why am I
1: what Why am I doing this? Yeah, some people save for like, oh, they're gonna pass it on retirement, to charity, or, yeah. or their kids or whatnot. I, I just I, I got to figure out what the hell my goal is in regards to socking money away. Yeah, I, I guess for me right now it's more of a safety blanket than anything else. Yeah. Didn't you think that once you got to a certain level, you would relax? No, I'm I'm getting to this level now of like just thinking about it because I was working so much. I just put my head down. When the pandemic hit, I was like, all right, you know, I just bought a house. I'm like, right, I got two and plus kids too. It's another thing. And there's another block on there which relates to kids. But once you have a family, a wife, and two kids. You know, it's just ain't me anymore. You know, people are relying on me. So that puts another level of stress on top of of what's going on. And is it
0: as much, I would think that's more about behavior. Meaning like the thing that your kids aren't like, where's the money?
1: Well, what, what happens with kids is, and this is something also I pine over, is I grew up working middle class in the Northwest suburbs of Chicago. And obviously I'm living a different life than how I grew up. However, I'm very conscious of the lifestyle and i don't want to pollute my kids with a lot of excess la value i'm surprised you live here
0: yeah i like i like i know where you live and i'm like that not again this i say this with no judge. i'm surprised that you you must have thought about la values as like because alana's not from here either right <laughs> so did you guys think about like should we get the fuck out of here
1: yeah, no, that, that was definitely a thought. Uh, and you decided to stay. Yeah. See, it's not so... A lot of these guys picked up and left over the pandemic. I, yeah,
0: whatever. I'm not saying we're all going to Austin. You and I are not playing. That yeah, game. yeah, yeah. But whatever you decide to go... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm be, talking
1: about before that. Oh, so even before, like... I
0: just thought, like, if you're having kids, I know that you like the Midwestern part of yourself.
1: I do. But I would never move back there. Uh, nothing against the people. It's just lifestyle just not not my vibe as it's far too cold the cold the weather it's just it just doesn't fit for where i'm at right now but i got a sister here i got my mother's here in la yeah i got like a family here so it's yeah. not like you know you just pick i didn't up know and, they came out here yeah they, they, my mother's been out here for 14 years, my sister moved out shortly after I did. So, oh, you know, all right, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, we kind of have, like, an ecosystem of family yeah. and friends. Like, you know, do I want to get up and move somewhere? I don't know no one, and we're going to, like, what, start our life over at 50? I ain't doing that, you know? Yeah, the the, the crime is high here. The streets not are screwed worried. up. But, uh, <laughs> well, who knows? At any moment today, you never know what's going to happen in yeah. this city. So um, we decided, you know, to stay here. But I, th- I believe it starts with inside the home, regardless. Right. Of-
0: so, do you have, do you and a lot, you and a lot talk about
1: like the rules? Yeah, there's definitely, you know, like I got my kids making their bed. They're five and three, and I, I, I give them an allowance, and they know when they do more work, they get a little bit more money. When they don't, they don't get, you know. So I'm trying to instill some type of like structure in their life where, you know, they. I've I've, I've talked about this before. Uh, When I went to my first Chicago Bulls game, I was obstructed view third balcony. We're
0: the same age. I, people used to smoke at Blackhawks games in Chicago. My brother was a, was an usher at the stadium. So I used to go obstructed view. People smoke. They would open the fire exit and smoke near the door that's crazy at the stadium yeah I saw we saw it I lived i've I'm old enough to have smoked a cigarette in a theater in New York City wow I was fourteen or something um
1: so yeah you go you obstructed view yeah and uh I was just I was seeing Michael Jordan I was yep. just happy to be there so now you know I sit closer <laughs> but I have a perspective like I know like when I used to sit there and now I sit here and how lucky i am to get the opportunity to to sit yes. here now with kids right i want to enjoy the fruits of my labor right yeah. i don't necessarily but you don't want wanna... them to <laughs> well, what are you, you do gotta you, hire you... a poor
0: guy to hang out with your kids <laughs> to show them like a poor boot camp and show them how things were for you yeah you know what i mean that's yeah. where a brother or something would come in handy like a sort of dirtbag brother
1: like a like a poor uncle.
0: Yeah, like a Polly from Rocky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so that's been one of my things that I'm, again, completely aware of trying to, and yeah, we're gonna enjoy things. we're not gonna we're not gonna go sit up in the third balcony, right. but I, I'm very. Aware of the surroundings that my kids are in, and You're I'm gonna trying to park far away. You're going to park at like a far away
0: lot. Park ten dollars. <laughs> you walk half a mile. <laughs> Remember at the stadium, you th- there'd be guys in the neighborhood that would watch your car for you. Oh yeah, they got to watch your car. And I didn't. I was ten. So i was like, what does that mean? And then my brother was like, it's so they don't so they don't steal it. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't exist anymore. No. And so, did you reach like a bottom of anxiety? Was there a moment where you were like, this is not fun?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Like recently, like last year, I'm like, all right, I got to like, I got to dial dial this back a little bit and just, and that's what I told my wife and I go, I'm just, I'm not going to tour. Hey, you're doing a sitcom, right? I'm doing a, uh, a single, camera. single camera with Chuck Lorre in town starting February 21st for HBO Max. So it's nice. You start shooting February 21st? Yeah because you're saying
0: it like it's gonna start airing February. 20th. no no That's it's gonna the first day sebastian has to go to work yes yes so remember february 21st sebastian's going start to work working. that day
1: i start working <laughs> but i like that it's in town because i did a movie last year in alabama for six seven weeks and i was like what am i doing what kind of father am i seven weeks away from my kids they need me there and I didn't really particularly like being away that long, so I was looking for something to stay home, relax, and uh, and be with my family.
0: I would like to point out who who said you should do a sitcom. Two thousand. Well, we were working nine? on something. We were working on a little something. Fell through. <laughs> <laughs> Felder, you have one of my favorite. Um, I said to Sebastian, I said, uh, I go. How would you describe your comedy if it was like a premise for a show? And and you go, I don't like a lot of the changes that I see going on in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Which is you're thats who you are. That's but it. I'm glad that Chuck Lorre finally, because I I pitched you to CA and they were like, "Fuck out of here!" Like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, again, no one would believe that i remember you were like the first time one of the first times i talked to you You go i'm doing birthday parties in the middle east yeah i don't even know what that is yeah you were doing birthday parties in the middle east uh you i remember one night you said that you had auditioned to play the part of a wizard <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know what that was but it was touch and go yeah well i mean all of these things that you do early on in your career are just you know it's just the, the cycle of what you have to there's no it was no like at that point i, I had no choices i I, was literally, I don't
0: know if i ever said this to you i said stop saying you're italian and start saying you're persian because
1: <laughs> they don't have italians out here
0: <laughs> okay so did so there was no you don't have an anxiety attack you didn't like
1: no no it wasn't like that. no it was just a little
0: bit more like a little bit more anxious than i would want to be yeah got it if i'm too booked in a day of just like things but i can't remember half of it Mm -hmm. or any of it like i don't like doing that many things i read some book somebody was saying in the 70s people in showbiz would do one thing a day you just i yeah i went to the i went to the post office and that was monday
1: i think there is a pressure though for people like ourselves to do everything yeah you know and I don't think you really need to. It's just there might be a little pressure to, like, oh, hey, okay, what's the next move? Yeah, yeah. What are we yeah. doing? I think you got to slow down a little bit and maybe just kind of do you know, some calculated decisions of what you actually feel passionate doing and just. You know, the,
0: do those the, so, the show you're going to do, February 21st, mm-hmm. are you, uh, did they come to you? Or did you sort of make yourself available, like, hey, if there's a show, I would do it?
1: uh well I was looking to do something and then I said you know why don't we reach out to Chuck Laurie have a meeting with him uh so had you met him before I had met him at the Super Bowl last year at, in LA and uh, just briefly talked but nothing business yeah. but I was just like okay this guy has a kind of a lockdown on, on doing pretty good this this whole genre and uh I just like to sit down talk with him see if he's got any ideas even if he's interested in doing something and then. He came to me with I was going to do something a little bit more based on my life, but yep. then he came to me with this idea of uh, how to be a bookie. And I loved it just because it takes me. I'm not playing myself, which. Are I'm, you doing voiceover? Uh, no, no voiceover. Are you anything to camera? No. I want that for you. You want that? <laughs> I'll tell you.
0: I want, I want that for you. <laughs> no, I feel like you could. It, whenever there's a how-to movie I'm, or a TV show, like. Give me a voiceover. Give me a montage. I want like casino. So whatever. Uh, Um, I'll call Scorsese. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, while, While we're on Scorsese real quick. What was your direction in that movie? Meaning what's the, Sebastian's in the Irishman and is very funny and very, It's a broad performance. It's like when you entered, I laughed out loud when I was watching (laughs) it because somebody, somebody, I'm not going to say who said it. Someone said, and Sebastian Maniscalco as himself, (laughs) which I don't (laughs) agree with because you play like a, like a Frankie Valley kind of like sunglasses and like you move, were you, did you try it out before you did it on camera? Did you guys rehearse? What did you discuss with him before the first take?
1: There was no discussion.
0: So you just—that was the first scene, your entrance. The first. Did they shoot it in order.
1: No, the first scene was me, De Niro, and Pesci at the Copacabana, where I come up to him and and I'm flicking uh Joe pesci's He's like, I, me, me and me and Pesci get okay. into a little something, right. and then yeah. De Niro and I, he pulls me aside. Yeah. So that was like the first day of shooting. And then De Niro, or they said cut. Scorsese came out. De Niro, Pesci, Scorsese got in a huddle and started to talk. And I was over here with the with the the bodyguard I was with in the scene. And I'm thinking, it's it. Yeah, that'll do. It's it. over. <laughs> they're telling. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're they're getting rid of me. Because I was, I mean, I was extremely nervous working. It's with weirdly these guys. a good
0: first scene though, to because you're not you can't be nervous and you are the you you're they're seated right yeah yeah and you're standing already good <laughs> yeah for you it's nice that. and they're then down. you're flicking shit
1: <laughs> well Catherine narducci who was in the scene playing uh, joe pesci's wife had come to me in the middle of the, all that and said man joe's getting kind of upset that you're flicking his lapel like not not in the scene i think he was getting upset you know, yeah, which was good for his character. but yeah. I'm like, oh shit, should you know, should I pull back on it? No, no, just keep keep doing it. So, yeah, the acting world for me is very new. Yeah. a lot of these things I haven't really seen before. So that was a a lesson. And that's also in, the in, hardest it's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna like get... it's you. That's the most scared you're ever
0: gonna be. Yeah, and I um, and
1: I and I keep that in the back of my head when I go into other things. Going, all right, I already did the scariest thing you could possibly yeah, do for
0: an so. italian <laughs> you, you're it's mount vesuvius i would say olympus but i went to italy <laughs> um what did they when they came out of the huddle were they even talking about you
1: no they just said you know we'll do it again you know i think they were just kind of maybe discussing things on their part that yeah these guys been working together yeah, for of 40 years so um yeah i mean not not a lot of direction um from Scorsese, he would come out and there was a point where um I was in the Copacabana and Don Rickles was on stage. Uh, Norton played yeah, Rickles. Yeah. And when I got up to throw the champagne bottle where I was going to, I had some direction on how to do that or right. w- what. But uh and in the court scene when I came in, you know, with the glasses on, Scorsese had kind of directed me when I was sitting at the table with the craps the crap. But wine. that entrance. I mean, what do you want? I love the entrance for myself because I've always wanted to be in a movie with Sun West. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking quit! Don't do it. Literally, don't do another one. I, that's that was for me was like the pinnacle of success. If I could just, it's get it the, the pin- movie. I laughed out loud. It's like, why are you are you laughing? Because I'm you laughing know out loud because or... I know
0: you, yeah. and I quit. I knew you were in the movie, and then I'm like, did you stop doing the joke? Cause I kind of stole it in my special. Oh, great. Um, not exactly. <laughs> the thing where you're at a club and you're, d- and the girl goes in the club goes, you're hilarious. And you go, yeah, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you do it? It was like that sunglass performance was that joke to me. <laughs> yeah, I know like i so i do a joke where i'm like guys are hilarious but i don't it's whatever that's it that's the that's uh, that's the crossover yeah uh the acknowledgement that men are no fighting.
1: that's a good that's a good parallel that 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 joke could be put in that yeah movie. it's like that,
0: that's that character Yeah. Be like, that joke if it was a
1: character like well this guy was a cocky guy it he, was a real guy yeah so so he you know i talked to a few people who kind of were around him during that time and said this guy was you know, he owned a tiger in his basement. He was like a, you know, yeah. he, he hired uh, uh, black people to work with him, which back then, yeah, and I'm, the mob was you couldn't you couldn't do that. He was going against all rules, right? He killed a mob. I mean, he put a hit on a Colombo. So yeah, there there was a lot of things that he was doing that were really out of the box. So yeah, so hence the entrance. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So so
0: overthinking. So you worry about career, the, We've got an overthinking block. Do you overthink? It's funny that you're worried about people coming out to see you. You're still worried about it. Oh, that's, I mean, I yeah, I'm with you. It's I mean, never. You're not, you're not worried about selling tickets? I've, I'm always worried about selling tickets. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm doing this podcast because <laughs> it the, it helps. A but mm-hmm. but it really is. There really is no guarantee they'll come back. No, like well, that. It's that money. It's that thing of like you may never get
1: another dime. I don't know if it's possible to sustain p- people coming out to arenas.
0: Well, that's what I wonder. How often do you expect people to come? What do you think? Every other tour? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like come once. Cause I'm like, I was just out last year and now I'm coming back. Is it the same people? Is it
1: new people? I have no idea. I'm wondering in the audience who's coming back a fourth or fifth time. I'm wondering how many people, is the first time they're seeing me live it's a lot it's a lot do you
0: ever do the thing
1: how many people have been seeing me do you do that no no i don't i don't do that i no i don't maybe throw some sunglasses on do that oh god i'm gonna perform (laughs) my next special on a sunglass it wouldn't hurt um but
0: you once said and i think it's right a lot of people come back to see you yeah and you also said i this is probably 10 years ago when you first started doing good in clubs i said who's coming to see you and you go immigrants in sweatsuits (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was coming to see you which still makes me laugh you um, remember a lot. a lot that i said because I, you have a cadence it's hard to fucking forget um the uh no tell me some of the things i've said to you <laughs> um okay so and how what about overthinking have you done anything to help yourself with that So I
1: uh, I'm in therapy, which I've I've never really considered. I mean, not that I've never considered it, but you know, again, growing up where I grew up, therapy was no no one I knew went to therapy, and nor should they have. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's nice just to have, and it's it's a half hour a week on the phone. You only are doing a half hour? half hour. I've never heard of anyone doing a half hour <laughs> in small doses.
0: This episode is sponsored by better help. Sebastian is to my right. Can't see him, but he just started going to therapy. Maybe he'll do a walkthrough. Here he comes going to do a walkthrough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can hear him laughing. Oh wait, he found his phone. Uh, he just started. He only goes for a half hour. Therapy is great. It can legitimately help you. You can talk about your problems with a unbiased person and you can uh, get out of your own head and actually help yourself feel better. The thing I would say is you got to tell on yourself. You got to say the worst possible truth about yourself. And that's where the real, that's where the good nougat is in therapy. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Neil today. To get 10% off your first month, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Neil. Go get some therapy. You deserve it. And you need it. You want to hear a story about therapy? And it's Italian. Jeff Cesario, great Mm -hmm. comedian, once told me that he would go to therapy And do three hour sessions. Wow! And I was like three hours, and he goes, "We're comics. We can bullshit for an hour and a half." So keep that in mind. Don't be bull, I mean, the point with therapy is you have to tell on yourself. Yeah, you have to make yourself look bad because if you're trying to just like do PR, it's not. It's a waste of money. Yeah. And do you find it helpful?
1: It's nice. Uh, It's nice for me. It's it's nice. And and this is the type of therapy, not necessarily that. We're dissecting a lot of things. It's just more like me talking some of my what's going on in my life out, getting it out in the open, yeah. just talking about it, throwing it up to someone who doesn't really have a stake in the game. Yeah. And uh, I, regardless of what the therapist says to me, I just find it therapeutic to throw up. Of course. <laughs> Do you and Lana fight a lot? No. There's not a lot of fighting. There's some disagreements, just because of just kind of how we come from two economic backgrounds, two different economic backgrounds. So sometimes it's just the way she grew up to the way I grew up. Now that you have kids, it kind of reflects sometimes that way. But there's not the my relationship is very, very, very good. She's she's great. I mean, we we have a really solid relationship. I mean, every every everybody's gonna have disagreements and arguments along the way it's just it, are it, you it, do you yell i get uh loud but lana has you know doesn't really respond to volume yeah uh so i've learned to uh suppress that's everything a hard, that hard one huh
0: <laughs> isn't that hard when someone when someone goes why are you yelling you're like i'm just talking like uh, like people in chicago and philadelphia and new york talk and boston
1: yeah it's kind of like, how like loud very loud and and it it it, for me it 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 shows the other person that i'm not necessarily happy about what's going on right now so Mm -hmm. you you throw a little volume in there and that kind of changes but it takes me a, a lot to get really 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 angry i i haven't really shown that side of me but maybe once or twice
0: would you ever yell at your kid do you think it's wrong to yell at your kids no you would never yell, or you no, don't I've think yelled, it's right. I've yelled at them. Oh, all right. And how very, do they like it?
1: Very stern. They know. So I don't do it a lot, but when I do it, they know.
0: Break it out. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, give me a scenario. Can you give me a scenario? <laughs> you hate to break their confidence, the children's confidence, but
1: nah, Caruso
0: is one of the kids. Caruso, great name. Yeah, thank you.
1: He he. uh Kids he, got he, what I remember jet black hair he's got great hair yeah it's not black but it's it's wonderful it's really it's pretty jealous of the kid's hair (laughs) i can't remember a instance off the top of my head but i don't do it a lot do they cry is it one of those things no
0: so they just know like all right i gotta they're apologetic
1: great yeah sorry sorry, these sound like good these are are well i went yesterday to a little camp where other kids were at older kids so it was my kids who are five and three and there was like a nine-year-old there and this this kid was bothering me right from the get-go because uh he just was one of these spastic kids that didn't realize that there was a three-year-old there right it was sports and whatnot
0: you're a big fan of self-awareness even in nine-year-olds,
1: and when they don't got it, it's gonna be a problem. I, 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 I was talking when my mother was with me last yesterday, and we were, and she felt the same way I did. I can't like this is the problem with comedians. I think, at least for myself, I have hypersensitivity to everything around me, uh-huh. and that's how I draw material, right. right? But it's almost like bittersweet because also that plays in a negative where. You're so hypersensitive that that you see that and you just can't let that go.
0: Yeah, it's right? you can look over here and you're still all of your attention is at this kid. I'm telling you, the kid's gonna do something. But nobody else. I'm sitting there, yeah.
1: Going, is anybody else seeing this? Yeah. Or is, are they blind? <laughs> are they blind to it? Um. So that's the question with me. Sometimes. Well, that's like, what.
0: But that's the yes. The joke. I don't know if I've ever done this joke to you. Me and Brett Ernst used to talk about uh, Sebastian's gotta go run errands or as he calls it writing <laughs> like that's your act is like i went to the grocery store the and then something aggravated the shit out of you yeah
1: and then you got 10 minutes well this is what i that's why i'm taking time right. off i have to go to universal studios i have to go bowling to draw right. material i just i can't come up with material i'm not a guy sitting right yeah jokes i'm just not that guy there's nothing don't 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 you know look down on it. I'm not looking down. <laughs>
0: it's just uh I, I don't have that skill set. Yeah, no, but you're hilarious. Um what do you I know. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what do how did you resolve it with the nine-year-old kid? He left. He left in the middle of the thing, thank God, because I didn't th- there is no resolving and, and there's a there's a block on there and I you hate to block it. I here. hate to skip your No, no, no. I over. was gonna
0: bring it up. Okay. Because they're all sort of the same thing, which is Avoiding confrontation. That's what I'm curious about with all of this stuff is it never occurred to me that you avoided confrontation. Because when you come to the comedy store, you now enter. I don't know how you enter. You've got a system worked out where you're dealing with almost no one. (laughs) And it's unbelievable. I don't know if you have a rope that you climb up the side of the building, go on the roof, rappel down. It's you're not. And what I I thought you were just trying to avoid weirdos, which may be part of it, but you're
1: also trying to avoid confrontation generally, not necessarily at the Comedy store confrontation. It's more like getting. I just want to go <laughs> and do my thing uh-huh. and leave. That, yeah. That's all I want to do. I don't necessarily want to sit in the back. And, and there's been moments where I'm like, ah, oh, let me hang out a little bit here and just talk to a few guys. And then you I regret it every here. time. And then I get in the car and go, Why the fuck did I do that? Uh, <laughs> no but it's uh i felt like you know the comedy store great place i felt like i, I did a lot of that hanging out yeah and, you know yeah for years i yeah. would hang out there but the way i got it set up now i just slip in slip out sometimes i don't even know some someone like if you yeah. were there I, sometimes i don't know you're there until i'm running to my car yeah and, and i'll, I'll like back. tap and hey. you're like hey
0: you gotta get a bodyguard <laughs> um so the confrontation avoidance, that's what I realized. I mean, a lot of stand up is our rebuttal to a to a situation that we didn't like. Mm-hmm. And now that I see it on your list, I was like, oh, you're not gonna yell at CVS. You're gonna write a bit about it. Yeah, yeah. Which is it was under my nose the whole time. <laughs> but so you're very passive
1: in life. Yeah, I don't rock the boat. Like if I got a problem with somebody, I don't address the problem. I just like they pass away to me. Like in my head, I have a funeral, and and we no longer talk to eulogies. What do you have? I ver- I have a hard time expressing myself when I feel that like there's been a wrong,
0: and I and I don't. How's that for work? That can't be great not for good. work
1: it's not good That's another thing i'm working on trying to be a little bit more oh. the problem is i i'm when i am honest and open it's a little bit uh, abrupt and aggressive um and i don't know how to like like sometimes sugarcoat the the message i i often do it with humor <laughs> i try and i try and like if i try to weave it in with a little with a little humor so it doesn't come off as as abrupt what i think a great plan
0: is is to never say anything and then when it does come out it's got so much force that you really hurt a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to approach problems okay. it, and then you resent them for you not having said anything because they somehow made you feel like they that you weren't allowed to say anything even though they never said it. they didn't know what was happening how many funerals do you have in a year? Uh, there's there's a lot. <laughs> well, that's what's funny is I had no I'm like I think Sebastian likes me, but there's a point that, but I also do recognize a party that I'm like, oh that guy could have buried me <laughs> years ago and I have no I would have never known. Um do people ever say, "Do you got a problem with me?" and you then will address it or you just go, "Nah." And you're right. "Yeah,
1: no, you're good." Yeah, you're good. <laughs>
0: And then, and then you slip out I, then i go out the back door um what about work stuff you got you know when you're on the tour that's you got 50 people at least yeah yeah i mean and do you have somebody that you'll sort of whisper and then they'll take care of it for you
1: yeah i have a, I, I have somebody that i could rely on for you know fixing problems that i see but you know i mean it's not so much in the everyday minutiae of work that I have a problem addressing things. It's more like larger personality issues. With, how'd you with do people. that with Lana? How'd you, how'd you figure that out? With her, it's just, you know, with the people close to me, I don't have a problem with it. With Got the, it. With the people that, you know, I have maybe a business relationship with or uh, a friend that's not so close to me, a family member that's not so close right. to me. I tend to draw, draw away, not not address certain problems. It's just better that way. <laughs> it, no, I mean like you seem like a guy that would. Um, you have a like, for example, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an, an example of how I interpret a few things that you have said. Great, All right. I love it. This is perfect. I'm sure I've offended you three times. There are three moments where I, yeah, go ahead. When you said earlier, when I walked in in the movie right, and you said, I'm going to tell you what somebody said and right. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Yeah. Oh, that's Sebastian walking in. I interpreted that as there was nobody. That was you say, saying that. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, great. But that, Great could be right could be wrong yeah, yeah. sometimes that's how i filter information yeah. that someone is telling me right and just knowing you there's a there's things that you say sometimes that would go is that was that a compliment or did this guy just give me a dig <laughs> right so there, there's no digs with you
0: well, i hope like you're one of my favorite comedians I, ever I, it, it, i'm not saying yeah, that yeah, yeah. we have a bad yeah, relationship yeah.
1: yeah i like you you like me but sometimes you've
0: had me on life support you've had me on <laughs> <laughs> you called funeral
1: homes and checked for availabilities i'm sure well i'm just saying sometimes sometimes my filter whether you mean it or
0: not. Right. Oh, yes. Go, Will it misinterpret the. Y- yes. th- well, that's another comedy thing where we take the worst possible interpretation of things. By the way, sometimes we're right. <laughs> 70% of the time I would say we were right. Somebody did say it and I, I didn't. I, I'll tell you after. I just don't want to say it on the show. No, no. I
1: yeah, don't yeah, care yeah. who it was. But what I'm saying is sometimes I misconstrue right. things just because I'm filtering it a completely different way than some, you're a some. monster and you seem everybody else <laughs> but does that make you does that
0: give you like stomach pains you know what i mean or you just put it you just file it
1: away no i just like it, it goes in i and when you said that i thought that and okay okay and then i just i just let it go and we move on to the company yeah. but like i was actually thinking about saying that in the moment yeah i go what was that you You know, but then I'm like, eh, I'll, I'll, you know, there's like a, I got like a conversation going on in my head half of the time. Of course. Uh, I'm still listening and I'm still present, but there's like a, there's like a internal dialogue. It's like an
0: editing, uh, when you edit video and there's like the video and then there's the, the the graphics and then there's the sound. Yeah. We all got, I think most human beings have at least two or three tracks.
1: We probably got six or seven. I'm overthinking that. I should have just—I should have just said that and be done with it, and then we move on. But like, I'll—I'll I'll think it. I won't say it. I'll right. suppress it, and then—and then you'll resent me for it. Maybe. And then I'll walk In out that of here war, and I'll call and my wife and like, go, "You believe what this motherfucker said? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's life.
0: <laughs> He—I come on his podcast, and he tells me I'm not acting. <laughs> no, but that's—you're not wrong. I mean, I look—I get it. I'm doing the same thing over here. All right. Guy just, wears a black turtleneck tonight. <laughs> um, I also like that you married a I like that you married an artist in that. Because you are an artist, but you kind of masquerade as like, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah. But you're not. You're an art, you're a comedian, you're an overthinker, you're neurotic, you did all this stuff, You're, but you're like, no, I'm just this kid of immigrants, and I just haven't, but it's like, no, you're an artist, we're black, <laughs> you should. Uh, this made me laugh very hard, out loud, for real, uh, and I wasn't <laughs> laughing at you, I was laughing with you. One of your blocks is people who have self-portraits of themselves as artwork in their homes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is very funny, because... We're both in show business, people give us posters of ourselves or things and you just go, and then all everyone I know has pictures of themselves.
1: But what is that? What is that? I, I, I never understood, What's in the homes. I and, think and it's
0: it, just ego. Do they know that though? They think that's cool? I think it's one of those things where everyone does it so it's acceptable, but it's ego it's got to be ego. You know what I've been doing and this might be ego also. If someone sends me a nice text like someone like a, you know, an icon so to speak sends me a nice text about um uh, like my special blocks on Netflix and you've got uh what's yours is called why would you is it me? is it me. When I will print the text out and frame it. It just se- I want to remember a nice moment of somebody being nice to me. Okay. So I, but I, but the thing of having artwork of yourself is insane. Yeah, and I, you're not talking about a guy with a greyhound, <laughs> like an oil painting, like a bank.
1: No, I'm talking like a like a nine foot by twelve put, foot foot self portrait in the living room. Mm-hmm. You know, like you've been to Kevin Hart's house? What you telling me? <laughs> no, no, I've never been to
0: Z. <laughs> He Kevin's got like. Eddie Murphy and Pry at one of his houses. I think he's moved, but like he had him like in the. And I was like, the fact that his wife allowed this to happen.
1: I feel like guys have a completely different way of decorating the home, and 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 I used to have shit before Alana not me. I had these like I don't know if you remember them. Like it would be like a, a a playing card, but it would be like almost like a Salvatore doll. I thought this was beautiful, was, like in the living room. Right? Absolutely. And she's like, you yeah, know, get rid of this shit.
0: I was looking today, I mean, not an hour ago, at uh, murals. You can get murals. You can make your own mural, but also like wallpaper, nature wallpaper. You can get mountains. You can get forests. You can get uh, that, something to think about. Is that
1: is that where you're going? Are you going with a nature I got a look?
0: decorator that I don't think is going to let it happen. I can't pitch it. Like I reeled, but just between you and me, mm.
1: where does that go? A what, desert? What? You a whole
0: wall. But what, what? in the living room? Maybe. I mean, the dining room. Something to think about. <laughs> it's a lot to think about. Um, card. You had the car, How many cards you had up? Cards. The card. The the playing cards. The Salvador doll. Oh no!
1: Yeah, it was like a bunch, and then it would be dice that were like. I think this guy's name was Godard, G O D A R D. It was just you know you, you saw him at the mall. Yeah, you know. These no, I knew where are. he saw him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just like there's something to be said about having like an understated. If well, you want, if you want a room with your accolades and your trophies or whatever you got, just you know, just to remind yourself of what you've accomplished. You know who likes having it? Athletes.
0: Not just a room. They'll go living room, <laughs> like kitchen. A little picture, little something nice for the kitchen.
1: Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I I have a block about uh, I guess oversharing or you like you humility is a virtue. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, you know. For me, I don't know. I mean, the whole text message thing and framing it for yourself not necessarily you're looking for someone to somebody come to would have to go up and look at and it, and they would you know, go oh it's this it, That's that like subtle I'm, I'm just talking like in your face and like wow that's you yeah it's like
0: are you trying to get the word out <laughs> about yourself to your family
1: yeah I, i've never talked with anybody that that had that on the wall and like asked them what that was but i i don't know
0: i think it's started i first of all it's always guys uh, it a hundred percent of the time it is guys women will not have it i've ne- i can't think of it ever also while we're on the subject of things only guys do that we- there are no female juniors there are none alice june it's all <laughs> male ego like i gotta have them the reminder of me when people think of him they think me that he's came from me and it's like all right dude just let the let the kid have a life (laughs) um do you guys have like a photo uh i sometimes i think of married houses the photo it's like a museum of when we used to be in love (laughs) like oh we were really in love here look at that oh yeah this is when we went to cancun oh man we were really in love and then it just becomes you get further and further away from each other in the photos and the kids
1: are between you it just looks like a (laughs) like a corporation (laughs) that's funny no i got i got pictures of the family up but they're in my own like they're in my like closet like my dressing room they're like you know they're not out and for
0: people to see, do you have Lana? Lana's a really good painter. Do they? Do you yeah. have her stuff displayed?
1: We have a few pieces, and she's in the process of making a large one for the living room. um We're in the process of trying to figure out what we're going to do with the house. So, yeah, we're. I heard you pay an ungodly amount of uh, insurance on that house. Insurance is pretty, pretty. I, I, there was a big bill it's for fire, f- right? Fire insurance because it's in the mountains, where I actually got. Got the quote, and I'm like, God, I, I could, I could have my own fire department for this. No, ride.
0: I, somewhat, I, I don't know how I heard a number, but it's wild. <laughs> I don't know how you heard it. I don't know <laughs> somebody else that lives in the in the thing. Oh, okay. like you guys all pay an ungodly amount. Right? Yeah,
1: well, it, it was really far It was even hard to find uh, insurance company. You can't even get insurance. To insure, uh, because at that particular point in time, that was when there was fire right. for the Getty Center and whatnot. It has come down significantly oh, it has. since, All right, since good. then. Uh, but yeah, I was like... I was lighting candles. <laughs> I was
0: worried about you. I was hoping you'd add shows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Book me for
0: uh, the fire insurance show. <laughs> yeah, The uh, and uh, what are you going to do with the house? Are you going to stay up there?
1: Oh yeah, no, we're going to stay. It's just, you know, we got to figure out kind of the... We want to remodel a few things and and put some things on the wall in regards to like lana's paintings they're like oh maybe one will go here and then the kids are starting to their kids are very creative too and starting to paint and whatnot so um we have some of their stuff hanging on them the fridge you know. i have keep it on the fridge for yeah you know. no, it's in their room
0: yeah, yeah don't even it's not ready for yeah, the fridge no. <laughs> um we got a block here called Death.
1: death yeah talk to me uh always a huge hypochondriac always thought i was passing away i thought i You still
0: you go to the you you, i mean not go to the gym i'm sure you have some kind of gym in your house but
1: yeah i have a trainer i i I, uh
0: how many days a week uh five this is turning into a real podcast um (laughs) so when you
1: when you lift do
0: you you eat meat what do you (laughs)
1: eat
0: (laughs) where you getting your protein um five days a week training that's good yeah yeah. um and uh so do you do it for vanity or you do it purely to
1: longevity i do it to look good try and look good done um i have major sciatica running through my right leg which i this is going to be going on for almost two years so it's really hampered my ability. I used to love playing pickleball and uh basketball, just kind of but can golf, can't do any of that anymore. I mean, the I don't want to do surgery. I'm just exhausting all avenues prior to me going. Sciatic is just a pain that it's, it's comes up mer- yeah, and you're, there's nothing you can do. Or like the you well, you could do physical therapy. I have a thing called spinal stenosis where the Uh, canal of the spine which houses the nerves is constricted and it's pushing on the nerve and when that happens it shoots down the leg into the calf and it's brutal pain I bet brutal pain so you ever tried painkillers you'd like that uh I've tried uh anti-inflammatories okay I don't like drugs yeah pills nothing I didn't I didn't particularly like those didn't help but um first and foremost it's for longevity I had kids later in
0: life i'm 49 gonna be 50 this year do you think there's something to the old dad thing of like it's worse being an old dad
1: not worse it's just what i'm looking at for me is when my kid is you know 21 i'll be in my 70s right so i'm like wow am i gonna see my kid get married am i gonna see grandkids and, right and that that's kind of where my worry are you gonna money? I'm like, man, gonna man, 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 I'm gonna be bored. What are you gonna do? <laughs> people aren't coming anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing for me is to be around as long as I possibly can for just enjoy those chapters of my yeah. family that I'd like to enjoy. So, yeah, I mean, there is a definite fear of of dying just because of you know shit. I'm 50. I was just talking to my trainer t- this morning about it. Like in 20 years, how old are you? 49. Okay. So we're the same age. We're going to be 70 in 20 years. Now, do you remember? You know what's funny
0: is I hear that. I hear that, and I understand that it's true. I could not relate to anything less than, than I'm going to be 70. Because I'm the youngest of 10. So I've always been the youngest. I was the youngest of 10. I was like the little guy in comedy I like worked the door when I was like 18 19 I'm younger than Louie and Marin and that and that of guy so like the fact that you even now saying I'm 49 I I don't it makes no sense to me how do you feel about it? it makes no sense how like you never like I it's like how how am I how am I that old I understand that I am but it just seems like it it's like I don't identify. I need trans age <laughs> you know? surgery or something. I don't
1: identify as a forty-nine-year-old. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess I have the same. Like I, I know I'm forty-nine. Yeah. You're 50. When I'm going to be 50... And <laughs> you're not 49. Are you 49? 49. All right. You yeah. called yourself 50. Well, I mean... Yeah, yeah I guess. I don't do... Out. I don't play that.
0: Why? What, enjoy it. Fucking give yourself yeah, a Yeah, I know, more but when you're
1: talking, 50 yeah, yeah, sounds like a little bit more like... Oh, you're... 50. Authoritative. Yeah. You know what it is? Because when you were 30... When you're 30, 35, there's no real difference... Right. ...in your look and in your yeah. health. I think when you get to 50 and 55 things start like happening going okay you're falling apart a little bit here and aesthetically and you have hypertension and your arteries now clogged Uh like that don't really happen in five years when you're you're 30 yeah i just think more things could go wrong yeah this is not
0: a great time (laughs) (laughs) it's not a great i mean i'll just explain to my body that i don't identify with it and i'm sure my body will do the right thing uh, and what do you? I mean, that's the good part about having money is you can just do all kinds of goofy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got ozone therapy. Yeah, the just to they What's they take they pull your blood, they then put oxygen, ozone in it, spin it, pump it back into you. Some like Barry Bonds shit. Oh, so
1: it's like, uh is it supposed to keep you awake it's or good alert? for
0: the? uh it's good for well they just give you the list you even know, longevity what, Do you even know what the fuck alertness <laughs> and you go oh, yeah that's great anti-aging uh, antioxidants are great love antioxidants somebody tell you to do this or somebody did tell me to do it and i was like all right i'll try anything like i don't have a wife or kids so i'm like yeah, I'll, yeah. instead of private school i'll go get some o's i mean it's not wasn't it's pretty expensive but it wasn't like you know it's pretty expensive <laughs> I'm never, I'm not going to say how much it was. Okay. But does it, does it, did you feel a difference? Not yet, but give it time. And I love one of the nurses was like, this worked for me for like a year and a half. And I'm kind of in the back of my head, I'm like, okay. And now I did it. I'm like, a year and a half for that. Okay. So, and then other people go, did nothing. So you, there's a thing called NAD. That's another one, anti aging. I'm sure you've I've heard that. Yeah. There's all these spas out here. Like,
1: i just bought a tub like an ice tub uh-huh. everybody's been dipping yeah, themselves yeah, in yeah dip right? yeah put it so on I'm like, ice let me let me see what this does i gotta tell you i've only had it for three weeks and uh <laughs> i've spit laughed on you like five times have you tried it no okay it's it's uh it, it's, it's it it something it's like a mental caffeine as soon as you go yeah. in there in the morning it just it gets you it gets you going I, I i recommend it so it's something it's something i okay. feel it I do. I like things that could feed. No. Like yeah. I'm going to get the ozone. I want to walk out of there going. Pumped. Oh, wow. This, <laughs> yep. is, this is unbelievable. You want to be like... wearing
0: a robe even if you're not wearing a robe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm not there. I'm not against ozone. but I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to give it a week before I before I uh, look. I'll update. I'll text. it. So death. Have you made your You just want to see how long you can go and
1: and you just don't want to die. I don't think anybody you believe in death. God. I believe in God. Okay, great. Yeah. I, I think I overthink it again, overthinking it more than I, I should. I should just be, you know, worried about other things than passing away.
0: I mean well, it's
1: happening either way. I, it's happening either way. It's just what I I'm just doing all I can to be as healthy as I can. Yeah, that's all you can that's do. That's
0: it. You still eat like a maniac every once in I a while. I love day? eating. Yeah. I
1: really enjoy eating. And uh I, I really gotta you know over the holidays
0: I, i'm very inconsistent. you never blew up though i'll let's say this for you you never you never disappointed me well
1: i'm gl- i'm glad and i never showed up to the comic store <laughs> you go this, this, this guy you seem sebastian well you seem like i feel like you've been the same weight for the last 40 years i mean like 40 yeah yeah. there's yeah. really no in, no there's no, no. no i mean
0: there's like five or five aren't you up, vegan yeah up five down. i mean look on sundays it's sugar day we'll turn the other we'll look the other way we'll have some ice cream but but yeah it's around 150 it's been around 150 for a long time. Uh, we're out of uh, time, exactly. But I want to bring up a couple things. Oh, well, a couple things. You, This is one of my favorite stories. It's like a great... Sometimes you'll see like what would be in a biopic in person. John Legend and Chrissy have a 4th of July party eight years ago, nine years ago. You and I are both there. They were early sebastian fans and you and i go to the party we're the last two there uh couldn't take a hint um stuck around oh, this is f- there's there's a guy there it's me you john chrissy and a uh a young black singer and i overhear you talking to him and you go what kind of name is frank ocean and say
1: that I said, what did you say? I said that's a fantastic name, Frank yeah. Ocean.
0: Okay, then I might have. I would have. I would have turned... never. No, 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 never no. Said Here's that. what you didn't say. What kind of? You said. I mean, how do you even get a name like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was just. I, I when I met this guy, I was like, ah, damn. not just... famous at all. Frank Ocean, not. He didn't have an album out.
1: I think he had. He I, didn't
0: have anything out. He didn't have anything. No, out? No, he had nothing out. I think he had the song out. I he. Did, I did. promise you, he didn't. The next year at the party, he was like famous, but that year he had nothing out. He had a song lost. It right? wasn't out yet. Okay.
1: But I remember when I heard it, I go, this is the guy. This is the what's kid. name. But I haven't heard, uh, I don't know what he's doing now, but I haven't heard a lot of the, his, he's got
0: a, he's got a jewelry company. It's a kind of a tragedy. Oh, really? I mean, he'll come. He's probably sitting on an album. He makes his albums are excellent. Yeah. Um, very quickly you got mad at me one time you started you started measuring me for the casket because you told me <laughs> that off stage you told me that you had a fart towel on a date i then brought you up saying this guy's got a fart towel towel and you were like pissed because you didn't want the audience you didn't think it was a bit and I said, like, this next guy's got a fart towel, <laughs> and you got mad. You like kind of stormed the stage oh, and, and yanked the mic from me. I did. Yeah, and I knew what a, I knew. It was going to be a hot bit.
1: I wasn't doing that bit at that time. No, wow. you were just oh, told I do us this. in the I do hallway. Remember. Yeah, and you told me. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, those of you just uh, listening or, or watching this, Neil has been a very instrumental in in suggesting bits and, and tags and whatnot in my career. So Sitcoms that go nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> parties. The way, talking, speaking of projects, I remember being a part of a project that you and Dove David offered yeah. doing for Showtime. Did yeah. that ever go? Nope. Okay. They went for seven seasons. You didn't hear about it?
0: <laughs> you, ne- you never got... Too resentful of Hollywood people, huh? Like, because you never... It was funny watching somebody like you or Nate Bargatze. You guys kind of be a little bit ignored. And then once the audience got their hands on you, it was like, game over.
1: And you never got, like, resentful. Or you probably resented them a little bit. Nah, I mean, I just... I wasn't doing anything but stand-up comedy. So I don't know. Like, I didn't really have really big aspirations to do film or TV. It was just something... That, oh, if it happened, great. But as I started to do those projects, I'm like, oh, I really, literally love stand-up. So I just knew if I did stand-up and people came out to see me, that, you know, Hollywood really didn't concern me at all. Not your, yeah, still don't. (laughs)
0: <laughs> sebastian maniscalco i'd say go see him on the road but he ain't gonna be there no
1: i'm going to, listen I'm, I'm in vegas <laughs> at the wind so uh, what, how often are you there i'm gonna be there four weekends over this year i think the next gigs march 2nd through the third what are they throwing you for that Get oh a money. lot of money
0: <laughs> yeah <that>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could,
0: no, not this year they give you a lot of money but they look you start they cut back on shows and that maybe there's a something happens in the theater sebastian maniscalco everybody one of the greats he's got five on netflix uh i think i got
1: uh four four five and then you all four, and then you'll four. license one i got you'll four on netflix i got one on amazon and two on amazon guy owns two of his own specials
0: he licenses them out and he'll license it to you you got a network <laughs> name your price
1: uh thanks buddy thank you for much. appreciate it